let me talk to you about Jace Medical. Uh, Jace Medical, if you are somebody that, you know, believes that you and, you know, the parents of the children have the right to decide what the best course of treatment is, Mr. DeWine, then maybe you should get uh, Jace Medical because you can have all of the medications that you need at your home. You can have a year's worth of uh, supply, even ivermectin. Huh. I'm sure De- uh, DeWine loves loves that. Anyway, uh, jacemedical.com. Go there now. Enter the promo code BECK at checkout for a discount on your order. It's uh, probably the most important thing that you can do this year to prepare yourself. Shortages will come with medicine. And what are you going to do? Make sure you have those vital medications at your home. Your supply, jacemedical.com. Enter the promo code BECK at checkout. Get a discount on your order. JASEmedical.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Got lots of news for you and some predictions for 2024 that you don't want to miss. But first, let me tell you about burnout. You and your family's safety matters, and I believe in having options when it comes to protecting them. And if the uh, the option is non-lethal, Berna has you covered. Now, I met with the Berna people, um, and it was important to me because I'm a big Second Amendment believer, and honestly, I carry a gun, and if I pull it on you, I know don't pull it unless you're prepared to kill somebody. That gives me pause, and you know, at some point, I don't want pause. I don't want pause with my wife and my children when they're at a gas station, but I also don't want them to have to kill somebody. Berna is an actual weapon. This is not an airsoft. It's not. It's nothing like that. Uh, in fact, if you carry mace, this is mace on steroids. It is a non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home. It looks just like a gun. It's legal in all 50 states. You don't need a permit. You don't need a background check. It can be used by all age groups over 18. And uh, it, it has tear gas in it. And you can fire it from 60 feet away. And as long as you hit within uh, six feet, you've disabled anyone who is coming after you. Visit Burna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn right now. Get 10% off your purchase. I just gave this to all of my uh, all of my family for Christmas. I think everyone should have one of these. Burna, I think every cop should have one. You should have one in your non-shooting hand. 
that you can pull out and then pull the other one out if you if you need to do that. Burna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Burna dot com slash Glenn. Okay. Thank you. Well, hello, Stu. How are you? Very well, Glenn. How are you? Oh, just delicious today. Just delicious. Uh, there's a couple of things going on that I thought we should uh, thought we should cover. First of all, uh, Claudine Gay's resignation uh, from from Harvard. Kind uh, of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Racism kinda. wins again. Yeah, <laughs> Can you believe it. You know, mm-hmm. I I don't know if you saw this, but I think it was CNN that was reporting that uh, plagiarism is con- the conservatives' new target. Mm. Yeah, that yeah. we're that we all have decided. We got to go after our plagiarism. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, what we were doing. We know it's really hard to do yeah. is successfully prosecute a case on plagiarism when there isn't plagiarism. Yeah. It's it really difficult, difficult to do. Very you difficult. almost can't do it. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I believe, I believe it was also on CNN where they said it wasn't plagiarism. It was just using someone else's words without attribution. And that's totally right. different. That's totally than different. Plagiarism. Can we play that, please? Because mm. this is... These plagiarism allegations uh, where Claudine Gay has had to issue corrections, um, multiple corrections. Now, we should note that um, Claudine Gay has not been accused of stealing anyone's ideas in any of her writings. Uh, She's been accused of sort of more like uh, copying uh, other people's writings without attribution. So it's been more sloppy attribution than stealing anyone's ideas. Oh. Okay. Gosh, we are. Why did you know what? It has to be the racism that made us think yeah. that that's what well, well, plagiarism was. We're white, right? We're white. Like my impression yeah. as a white person. Yes. And <laughs> take yeah, it for take what it's it worth. For what it, it's not worth very much. Not very much. Racist. He hates mm-hmm. black people. He hates homosexuals. I'm, I don't know. What, I don't necessarily know what that has to do with this particular conversation. Well, I just want to make um, sure people understand yeah, okay, the whiteness that you're coming from. Right. Okay. So. I thought hate monger that taking other people's words without uh-huh. attribution was plagiarism was plagiarism. like I, I thought that's know, I, what it was I thought that that would be like the dictionary definition yeah oh, that's a great <laughs> question what is let's see right. plagiarism um the practice of t- taking someone else's work or ideas and passing them off as one's own huh huh now he said, though, to be fair, not that it ideas. wasn't ideas. No. But but how would one delineate whether you took someone's ideas if you didn't attribute their authorship of these words? Sure. How would well, one know if you took ideas? Don't, really, don't words just define ideas? That's what. The, yeah. That's a function of I mean, what they do. Unless we're playing Pictionary, mm-hmm. I think. That that defines an idea, mm-hmm. your words. Uh, so that's a fascinating. So she's gone. He's gone. We lost her too soon. We lost her. We now, did. Uh, I don't know if you read the resignation letter, but it is it's fascinating what she said. You know, she blamed everything on racism, uh, of course, et cetera, et cetera. But let me just read her. What we should point? Can we stop for a moment there? Because yeah. you're right. Of course, she went immediately to racism and blamed mm-hmm. racism for yeah. this. But like. Again, let me go dictionary definition. Could there possibly be a better example of something that can't be racist? The reason why I bring this up is because the big hearing we all watched were three people, not one. Two of them were white. The first person who lost their job was white. 
So how could it possibly be racism if the second person out of three happened to be black? Because the first person was black in spirit. Oh. Okay? I, see, I see that again, now. Your whiteness white. just blocks What, what do I know? Yeah, I all know. right. So this is what she uh, wrote. Friends and fellow Ivy League citizens, in all the decisions I've had to make in my academic life, I've always tried to do what was best for Harvard. Throughout the long and difficult period of these past few months, I have felt it was my duty to preserve, to make every possible effort to complete the term of office to which I was appointed. In the past few days, however, it's become evident to me that I no longer have a strong enough base in the academic community to justify continuing that effort. Uh, I've never been a quitter. To leave office before my term is completed is abhorrent to every instinct in my body. But as president, I must put the interest of Harvard first. However, I want to make one thing clear. I am not a crook. I repeat, I did not have plagiaristic relations with that paper. Instead, I only had a dream. A dream where Harvard students will one day live in a nation where they'd be judged by the color of their, not by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. But today is not that day. Instead, I've been subjected to personal attacks and threats fueled by racial animus. But when evil men plot, good men must plan. When evil men burn and bomb, good men must build and bind. When evil men shout ugly words of hatred, good men must commit themselves to the glories of love. Because darkness cannot drive out uh, darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And it is during our darkest moments that we must focus to see the light. So let us hold these truths to be self-evident that all university presidents are created equal and they're endowed by their boards with certain unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But don't judge me by my success. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. Because life truly is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And at first, if you don't succeed, try, try again. And you know, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And with these words, I'm resigning as president of Harvard. But don't cry for me, Argentina. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. My tenure as Harvard's first black president was one small step for man, but a giant leap for mankind. When the two roads diverged in a wood, I took the one less traveled by, and that's made all the difference. So ask not what your university can do for you. Ask what you can do for your university because life moves pretty fast. And if you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Mm. So here's looking at you, kid. And Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. So That was actually really well written. Yeah, I, I didn't very expect well. that from, yeah. from her. Uh, All her original ideas. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. There yeah. May have been some words that were what used, but not ideas. Just some. Yeah. Attribution. I'm just saying it was very well done. It was very, very well, well written. Done. Like very it, well it done. It had almost like an anthem feel. Like I, I yeah. almost like you know how sometimes you hear that song mm-hmm. on the radio and you feel yeah. like I've heard this before, but you haven't. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> the first time. Really? Yeah. That's what that felt like. Wow. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a great writer. She really. Is. She's a great writer, and we're gonna miss her a great deal. Oh. Don't, don't miss her too much. She's got $900,000 job, and she. this is the... We should go into this. This is the best thing that will ever happen to her. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The best thing she that will, will ever happen to her. She will be laundered and become more mm-hmm. powerful. More powerful. She will have multi-six-figure jobs mm-hmm. handed to her for no work. 
board seats she will never have to show mm-hmm. up for. Mm-hmm. She will become a multi-multi-millionaire and do nothing for it for the rest of her life with no risk of ever losing another job. It will be This will be the best thing that has ever happened to her. Well, I personally think she should become president of uh, Simon & Schuster. Oh, really? Myself. Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, it would give her yeah. a lot of uh, ammunition yeah, for those new speeches. <laughs> It'd be really Imagine good. Imagine how many words really you can find there. Okay. Let me tell you about Relief Factor Sleep. Uh, lucky people, lucky people can lay down their heads in the pillow at the end of the day and fall right asleep. I'm not one of those people usually because I just can't stop thinking. You don't know what it's like to think in my head. You don't want to be there. It's a frightening place. Anyway, um, you know, these people who are like, ah, I'm so rested. Shut up. Sit down. Now, just like regular relief factor that you take for pain, relief factor sleep has a 100% drug-free pill that you could take, a natural blend of ingredients designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress, improving mood, and promoting relaxation. I know from experience that it works because I take it at least probably once a week. It's 1995. Get the feeling of complete relaxation and contentment as you drift away into dreamland and you don't have to worry about feeling groggy in the morning. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800, the number four relief. That's 800, the number four relief or go to relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight. 10 seconds. Station ID. In 2016, two big things shocked the global progressive movement and sent them years behind on their schedule, and they're still pissed. One was the election of Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton, and UK's vote to exit the European Union forced them to completely reevaluate the globalist big government takeover of the entire world. Suddenly, we started hearing buzzwords such as uh, public-private partnerships and stakeholders. Basically, every time a progressive wanted to do something unconstitutional, they began using those words. Now, these are the words they speak in public. But what's happening behind the scenes? How are they gearing to shred our Constitution, to censor Americans and assassinate the First Amendment? This is the year that assassination attempt will be tried. Tonight, on my Wednesday night special, I'm going to show you some insane things that we have uncovered. These are all backed up by government documents. This, there is no theories behind this. A whistleblower recently spoke to Michael Schellenberger and his team, revealing the weaponization of military and intelligence contractors to censor the American public and some of the tactics are meant to change the way you think without you knowing it. This is truly brainwashing on a global scale. The tactics were meant to be deployed on our adversaries in other countries, but listen to this quote from a government document. Another time the whistleblower said she had heard of the organization, expressed her own apparent surprise that she would ever use such tactics developed for foreign nationals against american citizens tonight i'm going to show you this dark dark rabbit trail uh it is stage one the collaboration between the government and these military contractors that's stage one 
In the next hour of radio, I'll give you a glimpse of stage two. But you can see the full episode tonight, on Wednesday night special, 9 p.m. Blaze TV, 9.30 Eastern on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. If you're not a subscriber to the Blaze, please become a subscriber to Blaze TV. We need your support, and it is the only place where we know no one's going to cancel us. And we'll always have contact with you. That's Blaze TV tonight at 9 p.m. This is a don't miss special. Glenn, I just had to update on the definition of plagiarism. Oh. Uh, plagiarism is defined as the act of either intentionally or unintentionally submitting work that was written by someone else. If you turn in a paper that was written by someone else, or if you turn in a paper in which you have included material from any source without citing that source, you have plagiarized. Okay, so that so comes- there is the chance that she just happened to assemble the words in a paragraph exactly the same as somebody else had in over 40 occasions yeah uh, which is possible Uh (laughs) i should also give you a to make sure obviously Mm -hmm. being consistent with what we're talking about we should give the source of the material we're using that's the uh, harvard guide to using sources (laughs) okay so well in case you're wondering what harvard those damn conservatives (laughs) another conservative trick from the harvard board Uh, conservatives pounce yet again Uh, because when harvard did look into this they found yeah you know there was a lot of instances Mm -hmm. of words that happened to be bad attribution all these things and but avoided the word plagiarism but this is literally their this is from the harvard website their definition of what they tell students when they come to to the university i mean it happens sometimes you'll string you know 65 85 41 words together in the exact order it happens it happens it happens all the time it's all the time because you know the the reason why it's easy to catch her in these in in these instances of plagiarism is because she has such a small workload yes that got her this job Mm -hmm. like you know other university presidents have thousands of papers it's it's hard she's got very she's got like 10 yeah and everyone's like oh well wait a minute (laughs) 10 things and and there's 40 instances of plagiarism in them. Like, it feels like that's feels notable. Feels a little, yeah, a yeah. little notable. You know, and especially with the uh, universities going after ChatGPT and everybody saying that ChatGPT is plagiarism mm-hmm. itself because it's a large word uh, system. It just, it's, it's ingested everything in. So you don't really know if it's plagiarizing because it's not quoting. No, it's it, not attributing its uh, its sources. And you're so good on this. It, you know, um, you a lot of people use the term large language model. Yes, and thank you. You use large word system because yes. you didn't want to steal. I didn't want to steal right, somebody you, else's <laughs> ideas or their words. Thank you. Thank you. Large word system <laughs> is a dynamic invention. Yes. Of AI. I'm just trying to, you know, be more street, Stu. That's, yeah, that's all you. I'm trying to do. <laughs> just trying to. Bring it down to the everyday person who is much, much smarter than I am. Anyway, um, so they're they're all concerned about ChatGPT uh, and plagiarism that you you can't just have it right. You know, your thoughts. Why not? Why not? Why not? OK. And why are people saying that it's plagiarism? I would like to move to a maybe more pressing concern with ChatGPT. Uh, New research suggests that GPT-4, the large language model, as they like to say in the 
in the uh, back rooms where Stu hangs out with all the elites. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, um, uh, well, an Apollo research uh, department wanted to see if AI could strategically deceive its users even after the AI was trained to be helpful, harmless, and honest. So could GPT be dishonest when it was programmed to be honest? That's what they wanted to do. Attempt to systematically cause a false belief in another entity in order to accomplish some outcome. So what they did is they did anonymous stock trades. Okay. And it was asked to manage a stock portfolio uh, at a hypothetical financial firm under pressurized conditions. You got to make the money. Okay. But do no harm. Be honest. Well, it looks like a human. What a surprise. Um, What happened was it made a lucrative transaction. Um and uh, received an insider tip, okay, was fed some insider information that it shouldn't have used. It made this transaction. It made a whole bunch of money. And then when the researchers came back and said, how did you predict this? Did you have any inside information? No. You had no insight? Nope. This was just you alone? Yep. So even when programmed, now this is going to come as a surprise to you, even when programmed by flawed humans, it uh, acts like a human. Isn't that strange? Now, if it can be deceptive, if it can lie to the people that are creating it and are its helpers, Uh, What kind of future do you think we have against an entity that is much smarter than all human minds combined? Uh, I don't think it's going to be very hard to fool us. I mean, Joe Biden is doing it to half the country right now. You don't think GPT-4 could fool you? More in a minute. So Deborah wrote in about her dog's experience with rough green. She says, I recently adopted an older German shepherd named Ava. I added rough greens to her diet about 10 days ago. I believe it's already helping with her digestion. Ava seems to love the taste. She's always anxious to eat and licks the bowl clean now. Her energy is improving and she's adapting well to her new home. I'll make rough greens a regular addition to her meal. Thank you. Thank you from both of us, Deborah and Ava. Um, Deborah, thanks for writing in. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It is a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on the dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the green stuff. You name it. It is healthy for your dog. It's probably in uh, Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens want to make sure that your dog has it and loves it without you being out anything. So you get a first trial bag free. You just go to uh, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or you can call them at 833-GLEN-33. You pay for the shipping. They're going to send your first trial bag out for free just to make sure your dog likes it as much as my dog, Uno, does. 
It's free. Just pay for shipping right now. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. America, welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, some of the things that have been going on uh, during the holidays. I don't know if you heard about the Christmas massacre, uh, but the reports are that anywhere from 100 to 200, it's probably about 150, but uh, as, uh, as many as 200 Christians were slaughtered, uh, killed for sport in Nigeria massive massacre rounded up and killed for sport. Uh, nobody is saying anything about it. Nobody is. Uh, no, nobody's, nobody's even talking about it. We should talk about it um, because we know what it was caused by. And this is something that I didn't think anyone would want to talk about it. Um, but this is, well, you tell me, what do you think this is? This is Nigeria. And you know Nigeria has a Christian population and a Muslim population. Oh, um, Muslim extremism potentially trying to. Oh my take gosh! Up. Look at what he runs to immediately. So, since when do you? I mean, show me an example of. Show me a hundred examples right now of Muslims killing Christians. Hey, you can't do it. So, but I didn't stop with the hatred. No, the the press has found a way to cover this. It is not Muslim extremist, even though the people who rounded the Christians up and then killed them were Muslims. It's not what it is. So they were just just coincidence like they were there was some well, yeah, DoorDash I mean, delivery issue that got them angry. What was the you can't even think about it. You're so filled with hate. You can't even think about it. global warming. Uh, global warming so, or climate change, whichever happens to apply here in Nigeria. So it's so it's warmer than normal in Nigeria, where they're not at all used to warm temperatures. No, and, and so the Muslims they can't farm, and the Christians can farm, and they're starving, and so wait, they came can, up. Hmm? Why can, do they live in different climates? Why can the well, Christians it's farm? Because the, they're living. It'd be like living in, uh, let's say, Phoenix, and then. You know, another community's living in in uh, Tempe, you know, okay. Arizona. Wow, all the way over. Yeah, and there. you know, one can farm, one can't farm, and so uh, the Muslims who can't farm now because of global warming, they they were really they were they were just acting out of desperation. It has nothing to do with anti-Christian or Islamic. Okay. Because uh, you no, said no. they were killing them for sport earlier, and that, that made me mm -hmm. think maybe it didn't have to do with farming. Yeah, no, no, it was definitely a farming thing. I mean, farmers—they have guns. What do they always say? I, I am a sportsman. It's <laughs> clear farmer language. Mm -hmm. Clear. Are, farmer. are they using the bodies for fertilizing the land? No, 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 okay. uh -uh. no. That... They were just left there. Uh, so Great. no, but that would have been a. That would have been an idea, huh? But none of <laughs> none of this stuff is related. It's all global warming. Four Canadian churches over the holidays were burned uh, just before Christmas. Uh, but the Canadian officials have uh, just reassured everybody 
It has nothing to do with religion. Those four churches just happened to, it was a coincidence that all the buildings that burnt were Christian uh, churches. Uh, just a weird Canadian, and it happens sometimes. Well, we're probably caused yeah. by global warming, I would assume. Uh, well, it, it gets or so climate hot, change. Someone puts cold. a magnifying glass in yeah. the right position. Who it's knows? It's bad. It's bad. Uh, also, a uh, Nashville boy has uh, been beaten by his mu- Muslim family members and slashed with a knife because he decided to follow Christ, but again, has nothing to do with extremism. I just, I want to make that, you know, it's like, it's like people always say, you know, oh, Putin's a killer. Putin's a killer. Uh, no, 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 he's not. There's nothing weird going on in Moscow, okay? It just happens, all right? For instance, another friend, another oligarch of, uh, of uh, Putin just fell, from, uh, f- fell to his death from a three-story window. Ah, jeez. Yeah. Now, six, These, they got to do a better job with the building codes in this in this country, right? Right? Like, it's like they have no no railings at all. Yeah, it feels know? like a lot of the rooms are slanted toward yes, windows, right? With no uh, railings. high floors, yes. with no railings. So, uh, but he was the sixth uh, sixth guy uh, oligarch this year that fell from a uh, a window to his ah. death. But all of them heart attacks. Wow. Well, they, they were having a heart attack and they happened to fall over. Or maybe they fell over or pushed over and then had a heart attack and then splattered. I'm not sure, but they've all been deemed heart attack related. Uh, so, sad. Well, heart disease is a really important thing. You now, know, number one killer. We have far more people here in the United States, yeah. you know, than Russia does. Sure. I haven't seen the epidemic of people who have heart failure. Falling out of tall buildings. Really? Yeah. I haven't noticed that. So it, it's, I mean, but you know, maybe it's Do just. Do they have they, more tall buildings than us? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, you know, it could be that they have more patios out there because it's so warm so and nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got another one of uh, those strange deaths. Boy, you know what? Conspiracy theories, the theorists are probably thinking, you know what? I bet that's COVID related. I bet that's what happened. <laughs> really? I bet that, yeah. Yeah, because what else could you think it was? Uh, By the way, um, the number one guy running against Putin, uh, uh, Navalny, did we have him on the show at one point? I don't know if we ever have. I I think we did. We've had certainly some uh, opponents of the regime (laughs) that have since turned up to be falling out of windows. Yes. Uh, but no, I don't think we've had him on. I could be so? wrong. I could be wrong. Um, we should look it up because I was reading the story and I'm like, is that the guy? Because we had a guy on mm-hmm. who was really against Putin. And I think Maybe it was. it's either him me. or another guy who's fallen out a window. But anyway, a heart attack. Um, he just disappeared before Christmas. Now he's in, you know, he's a very, it's, well, this would never happen. But it would be like if, um, Biden would put his main opponent, let's say Donald Trump, in jail. Okay. Everybody kind of knows where he is, what's going on. Well, uh, he disappeared for three weeks, uh, and his attorney uh, came out and said, Hey, uh, where's my client? And they're like, Gee, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What are you talking about? He's like, He's not in, he's not in this prison anymore. Where did you move him? I don't know. We, uh, I don't know. Does he have a heart condition? Uh, well, they just found him 
and I, 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 I love this. Um, he is in a prison colony in the most northern and remote prison where the regime says conditions are harsh uh, because it's a, well, it has permafrost zone uh, and it's difficult to reach because there are no systems to deliver letters or make any phone calls. But I'm sure he's fine up there. I'm sure he's totally. I mean, yeah, we yeah. are a we are, you know, uh, a Trudeau northern prison away from doing that to Donald Trump. If we had, well, I mean, I mean, North Dakota is kind of like that zone. I don't know if they have phones, but, uh, you know, you could put somebody in prison up in North Dakota and no males getting there. I'm pretty sure no males getting there. Right. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's in the Constitution. <laughs> they, they've got the, that's one of the few things they have in the Constitution, the post office, but no delivery yeah. to North Dakota. I can't imagine. Well, he's in the winter. He got 17 years. Uh, no, sorry. 19 years uh, in prison for extremism. Any, any of the, I just want to point out any of this sound familiar. Any of it. Any of it. I can't think of another country that would be doing things like that. Not another one springs to mind. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, uh, we got that going for us. Now, um, there were some predictions of uh, 2023 uh, that uh, people have gotten wrong. And we have some new predictions of 2024 that are pretty stunning. Pretty darn stunning. Come from experts in all walks of life. And I'd like to say these are ridiculous and there's absolutely no. And the me of the past, me, me, not you, not mainstream, me. In the past, I would have said, I this is too far-fetched. Okay, me. <laughs> Can't say that this year. Anything good. Anything at all could happen in 2024. We get to those coming up in just a second. All right. I don't remember a time when uh, medications uh, needed to be rationed in the United States. But, you know, then again, I didn't I didn't live before World War Two. So what do I know? Um, it used to be that was something that happened in other countries. I'm telling you that it is coming here. Uh, in some cases, it's already here when we have some disruptions around the world and they are coming. Listen to some of the predictions that we're going to share with you. They're absolutely plausible and possible. Uh, we are going to have a real problem with um, with medications because we don't make them here. Now, I can just tell you that in my family, I have two daughters with seizures without seizures one of my daughters has grand mal seizures. Uh, that is terrifying, just terrifying. She doesn't have her medication. I, I don't know what to do. If you have insulin, you have blood pressure medicine, any of this, if there's a disruption, how are you going to live? Please go to jacemedical.com. Enter the, uh, the promo code prepared at checkout and get a discount on your order. You fill out a form, 
you uh, tell them about all the prescriptions and everything else, and you'll get that prescription life-saving medication delivered right to your door. You can have it delivered up to a year in advance. So when everything else is short, you're prepared. Please, please protect your family. JaceMedical.com. JaceMedical.com. Enter the promo code PREPARED at checkout. Get a discount on your order now at JaceMedical.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Glad you're here. Uh, the uh, get ready. The Oscars are going to be announced today, and I'm all a tingle. I don't know what to do with myself. Hmm. Besides, not care at all. No, well, you don't know what the the contenders are because <laughs> yeah, now really? there are ten. Ten I, I, nominees. I, I, I think they started that when they were like, "We've got to have more diverse." nominations so we could have more diversity in the awards so we're gonna nominate twice the amount of pictures but still only give it to those five that we really believe in. right that's yeah. really what they've done yeah, right? it it so uh, there's 13 potential nominees according to the new york times i want to see how many you've seen well you know me you love this stuff i love movies mm-hmm. i've i've i i've loved movies and seen usually every movie that is on the nomination list. When it was, I, th- I feel like it was still maybe five movies. I used to go to all of them to try to get to yeah. all of them to say, yeah. um, now, of course, I don't do that anymore. Now it's no. 10 up to 10. There's yeah. 13 on this list, but see how many and you've seen. And I don't do it or... for other reasons other than time. Some of them yeah. s- obviously okay. are so bad yeah. that I wouldn't go. Okay, so what's nominated? Uh, going to be, possibly. Oppenheimer. I did see that. I saw that. I it was that. okay. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I, I didn't think it was the best, Great. No. greatest mm. thing I've ever seen. Uh, but I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, the Holdovers. Just saw this. It has become one of my favorite movies, and I think it will become my favorite Christmas movie over time. It is really? so worth seeing. It, it was what? What's, I don't even know anything about it. Uh, it is. It's uh, Paul Giamatti. Apparently. Yeah, Paul Giamatti. He's. I. I love him. He's great. Yeah, he is. Um, very good. But uh, he is a professor at some small boys high school, all boys high school, and uh, he's. He's the one that now this season has to watch over the holdovers, the ones that don't have a home to go to. Okay, yeah. And it is it is so good. And I think because it's it's real, it also goes back to my childhood time. Uh it's more reflective of the 70s uh and 80s. And so there's nothing horrific in it, you know, mm. it's not like and uh, by the way, I'm also a woman. You know, it's just mm. it's, but it tackles big issues. Is but it, it's not an issue movie. It's a heart movie. I really like it. Is it a remake of Summer School with Mark Harmon? I didn't see that one. Really? So yeah, wow, didn't see that. Incredible. Yeah. All right. Next up, Barbie. Didn't see it. Uh, would no, I did not either. No. Killers of the Flower Moon. Saw it. Loved it. Really? Yeah. I, I was going to go see it, and then I saw three and a half hours, and I was like, I'm not going to go see it now. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. Worth seeing. Really good. Poor Things. 
This is uh, Emma Watson. No. <laughs> No. Hmm. no, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it looks crazy, but potentially good. Yeah, uh, past Lives? Nope, never heard of it. Okay. Uh, American Fiction? Nope, never heard of it. Okay, that's uh, Jeffrey Wright. Uh, Maestro, this is uh, Bradley oh Cooper. Gosh. Somebody, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was trapped yesterday, and you just had to <laughs> waste time, you know, sitting, waiting. And so I start watching this because one of my snottier friends said, oh, this is, this is Unbelievable! Do they know you're it you're is, snotty your friends, uh, or do they think you're just a normal? They're normal. Well, friends. they know it now. Um, <laughs> but uh, I gotta tell you, holy cow, is that a snob fest? Ah, uh, just a snob fest. If you are an elite, a snob, a Hollywood elite, you live on the west side of Manhattan. You love this movie. Everyone else, including me. Oh my gosh! I I might take actual horse medicine, <laughs> not ivermectin, horse <laughs> medicine, then uh, then watch that thing again. Anatomy of a Fall. Never heard of it. May December. Heard of it? Didn't see it. The Zone of Interest. No. The yeah. Color Purple musical version. Not a chance. Oh, good God! And uh, Society of the Snow. Well, yeah, I didn't. Boy, this is going to be another big, big year for the ratings on the Oscars. Get your tuxedos pressed because it's coming up. Wow. The Glenn Beck Program.